You're listening to a Mutiny Transmission. You can find more podcasts, videos, books, comics, and records online at mutinyinfocafe.com. Or just stop in the store in Denver and have a coffee sometime. You are such a geek. <laughs> what is a geek? Alright, 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 we're back. <laughs> Broadcast Geeks coming to you from Davy Jones Locker, underneath Mutiny Information Cafe located at to South Broadway in the Baker District of Denver, Colorado. I am Matt Oren. I'm Jake Becker. And I'm Midnight Mitch Jones. And today we welcome back to the podcast friend of the show, J.D. Lopez of Left Hand, Right Brain. Left Hand, Right Brain. Welcome back, J.D. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you all for having me. I think last time I was deemed a, a Teen Titan. I enjoy listening to your guys' recaps every well, thank you. <laughs> Hey man, congratulations on left hand right brain left hand right brain yeah. reaching on two hundred episodes. That's thank awesome. You. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate it guys. Thanks for being a Mazel part of the show when you guys all have been. I'm sure all of you have been at one point. Yep. I think I've been on twice. Yes, sir. And you were on the Christmas episode. Everyone should go back and check out the Audio drama Four Sweaters, man. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I was thinking about re releasing it right before. Oh, you should. It's a good Christmas. uh, Yeah, it's a feel good little Christmas ditty. I agree. (laughs) Can people people find it online? Yeah, yeah. If you go to the LHRB or the left hand right brain pod.com or, you know, on that podcast app, you can go through and it's Four Sweaters. There you go, people. So get on that. Yeah, actually, yeah, it was real good. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed doing it. So, JD, what what are you watching these days? Oh man, of course, The Mandalorian. Oh, We're just talking about the big Bill Burr debate. Bill Burr. Did he drop? Are we spoilers or what are we doing here? Yeah, yeah. talk about. I haven't seen any of it. I'm boycotting. I'm boycotting right. Disney Plus. I remember this until they fix the Simpsons that, aspect well, ratio. Because the big thing is, you're like, oh, I'm such a big fan. There are things in the background I know are there, and it's like if Darth Vader's helmet was out of. Focus. That's very much too so. big. That, that seems like a big It'd swing. It'd be like if the blue milk, the blue milk was out of the fucking. Scene. It's not like if Darth Vader's helmet. Yeah, that, was... that seemed like kind of a big swing to me. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate that you have principles. Man of principles. There's no principles. major parts of stories. There's just background jokes. Right. Yes. Yes. I appreciate why you're angry. I'm just clarifying. Yeah, of course. I'm it's, a cunt. You're getting just... mad about that the way Jake gets mad about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yep. Can Jake. you finally understand? I can understand. Wow. Oh, but I never threatened to be like, I'm going to go to these people's houses and fucking kill them. I thought <laughs> yeah, but what if somebody at Disney <laughs> yes, just came yeah. out and was like, I made it the other aspect ratio and they can never save Dude, it. Dude, don't say that. Disney will have assassins kill me See? and my family. I know. So shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you're right. They probably... Maybe the turtle assassin? All right, so... Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Man, the no, yeah. <laughs> Please no. feel free to spoil away. I've been piecing it together through memes. I will say this: What's no, nice? you're not anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know that Yodito is the star of the show. Well, 
Sort of, why not? I think the Mandalorian's the star of the show. It's the BJ and the bear. That's what this show is. If you The bear that. was an orangutan, if I remember correctly? Yes. He was a chimp. Wasn't he? Orang- the orangutan was in the Clint Eastwood movies. That's right. Way Clyde! Those. Yeah, right hook, Clyde. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, I'm with anyway, you. Anyway, uh, what's nice about the show is they have a lot of... Uh, a lot of just callbacks to the Star Wars movies. Yeah. Like characters. And there's a scene, where, there's an episode where he, Mando, goes to Mos Eisley uh, to take care of some shit. And who's on the show, the episode is Amy Sedaris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She plays... Uh, this mechanic. Yeah. Yeah. Prez, Pe- Pe- I don't, uh, regardless. S- Star Wars names, names don't even, my Love brain names. doesn't even <laughs> attempt to get Star Wars names into my head. But, Quick question. Yeah, go. The Man- they, uh, Mandalorian doesn't have a name? They Man- just call they him call Mando. That's the thing, yeah. Mando, I had this big debate with That started with is Carl Weathers. Mando his name? Yeah, but that'd be like or saying that, like, oh, his last name's a black dude in Oregon in the 60s didn't have a real name because everybody called him something that was off color and based on his race. It's just that he's like the only one they see, so that by calling him Mando, they're not, there's no confusion that they're talking about someone else. The rest of the Mandalorians are in hiding. Or dead. Well, Is it like the last they of the Mohicans type thing? They showed a, a whole cadre. But that's why like everybody's excited to see him when they see him. Like everybody talks about like we've heard rumors and stuff, but like people don't know Mandalorian, so when he shows up it's okay to be like, that's the Mando over there. I was gonna say the last episode he goes back and meets people from his past and they yeah. all refer to him as Mando. Yeah. Oh. So But they would know if he had a real name, right? Uh, I don't know about from child because I guess he was a Mandalorian from a child, right? Yeah, he was a found when he was found when he was young. I it's it's it still reads as more of like a race based. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, but not in like a like in a lot of them. I think it's a it's a cool thing that he's a Mando. It's not so much that they're being. But like, wait a minute, they made a reference in the episode where the other Mandalorians were there. Yeah, where they're allowed they're out. They're, they're allowed out like one at a time. That's how they're staying in hiding. Is they're letting one out at a time. That they're, there's never so, more than one. Except of them for in, him. And, or when they decide to save him and they all expose them. God so was it so Boba? Was He's the last one that was allowed alive? And then he was like, a well, no, I think idiot in the, and got killed. In the cartoons that are in canon, I think that the planet was destroyed. Okay. Well, but here's and here's what Jeff was talking about on the on the last episode, I believe, where. They, he goes to Mos Eisley. He's on Tatooine. Yeah. And then they go after. Uh, he helps this this young bounty hunter take down this uh, former assassin for the uh, Empire. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She was an Imperial uh, assassin. She's also gonna play Mulan. It was Ming Na Wen. Yeah. Oh shit. And she. She was also Mulan in the old Mulan movie. She Whoa. was. She's the voice. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, she can also sing. Yeah. Which helps. Anyway, at the end of the episode, there's a body, and that's Jeff was talking about. There, you see these boots walking towards this this body. Yep. And you hear Spurs. Um, it's on Tatooine, in the middle of the desert. But it's that fat guy with a beard at the beginning of the next episode. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Was that uh, no, that is that is what it is. I had to oh. look it up because I was so feverish and sick that when I started the new one, I was like, my brain's fucked up. I forgot a whole episode because it's definitely been watched. I watched it. What's going on? And then looked it up and I was like, yeah, that's the... 
That's the implication. It's his old friend he hasn't seen in forever that picks him up and then puts him on this job. Interesting. The, the Bill Burr episode was interesting. So who yeah. is Bill Burr in respect to... Is he another... He Bill, Bill Burr is that fat dude's employee. The, he has actually a great line. Yeah. And the, he has the, a bunch of great lines. The great, well, the great line he never gets it, I, I'm referring to is he, he was an Imperial sniper. Right, he was mm-hmm. he was something like a sharpshooter. Yeah, sharpshooters will fit. And Who Bill uh, Burr was. Yeah, yeah, a former, obviously. And uh, later, there was something that happens, and they, they make a, a reference about it, and he and he argues back that he wasn't a stormtrooper. And I thought that was yeah, that was pretty funny because they're oh. always bad shots. Like there was there's lots of jokes and references in the show for people that love Star Wars to enjoy. Nice. But, but my wife loves it. And she has only just watched Return of the Jedi for the first time yesterday. Oh. <laughs> Damn. My kids watched it for the second time in a month. She started with Return of the Jedi. No, 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 no. She watched A New Hope uh, okay. a month or two ago. <laughs> okay, okay. Maybe a month ago. And then we watched Empire. Mm-hmm. And now she's watched Jedi all for the first time. Now, it's probably not the best because Jeff's not here, you know, the local uh, Star Wars expert. But my girlfriend and I just went through, we went, watched episodes one. You started six. with one? Did you yep, watch them chronologically? Oh, God. Wow. Okay, <laughs> do one. tell. Yeah, about your... please. <clears throat> well, I mean, it's just like the dialogue is so intoxicating. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's a good way to maybe think about it. But anyway. Uh, well, yeah, I thought about watching it. Like I said, you know, they introduced uh, Anakin, then you see him as Darth Vader, or vice versa, you see him as Darth Vader, and then you go back and you see him as a little boy. But we just went through episodes one through six. But I don't know when the cartoons fit in. Do we watch the cartoons before? The cartoons Jeff? are between. Yeah, that's what I was saying, Jeff. But the, it's a shame, Jeff. Three and four. The cartoons are between three and four. But after Solo. Well, no, like the first batch of cartoons is between three and four, yeah. And then Rebels is between six and seven. Yeah, so we watched one through, one through, one, one, two, three, and then we watched Solo, right? No, we watched in Solo, yeah, one, then A two. New Hope, or then Rogue One, Rogue One thank right, you. Right, Rogue One, before, yeah, and then before we got A New Hope. Then, yeah, yeah, and then we watched the, the original trilogy, if you will. I nice. will, I will. <laughs> and then we just started watching. I think we're right in the middle of uh, Last Jedi right now. Nice. Yeah, the dialogue gets way better. <laughs> you know, it's weird. It's weird that Star Wars watched chronologically like that. Was it weird to have go from like a weird, like mostly green screen series to okay, now it's the space seventies, right. and then like all right, so now this it looks everything looks practical, but still like beyond its time. And then you skip to the sequel series where it's like okay, now everything is CGI, but it looks real, like. Was it jarring, like, it visually to do that? Yeah, to go from episode three, you know, the, the ones that have come out in the recent years back to the old ones. Because it looks like, you know, someone just drew the the lightsabers, you know, and the and the any laser shots going through. It's like a crayon. Yeah. It's going through the, the screen. <laughs> but uh, you get used to it pretty quick. You, you forgive a lot for right. Star Wars, I think. Right. Yoda's so funny to see him go from this total CG to the little because he's introduced as the, the bumbling like little thing, mine, mine, yeah. you know, like uh-huh. you know because he's he's playing right. it up yeah. for mine, Luke. Mine. Yeah, gets in the five R two D two. Sings that song about the seagulls. <laughs> <laughs> that thing always gets me laughing. It's so funny. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, dude. Uh, are you to the part in Last Jedi yet where Yoda shows up again? Where he is... I don't know if he's CGI or he's a puppet, but he looks different still. You go back to the puppet, right? Wait, what are you watching? The Last w- Jedi is what my girlfriend and I are currently in the middle of right now. What is... And that's the... Is that that's, episode 8? Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Lots that's of numbers. Right. Lot of new Roman numerals. <laughs> lot of names, lot of numerals. Lots of I's and V's. Number 8. Okay, we have, yeah, we're not there yet. Yeah, I'm not to the Force Ghost Yoda yet. Okay, episode. okay. So, my daughters just got exposed to the Star Wars universe, episodes four through six. And then, I was explaining at the end of Jedi on the Disney Plus, they have it with Anakin, with uh, Hayden Christensen's face as the Force Ghost. I want to talk about that, actually. That was something that's been pressing on me for a while, and I, I also wish Jeff was here. He'd appreciate this conversation. You're missed. Yeah. Um... I <laughs> So I, I I'm torn about I'm, I'm, oh god I got, I got confused. I'm torn about what order I should show it to the girls. Okay. And at the end of Jedi, you know, I explained about Hayden Christensen's face um used to, you know, he was Anakin, he was Anakin who became Darth Vader cuz I'm dealing with an 8-year-old here. Right, right. And then the conversation came up about, well, why didn't we watch those movies first? And I was explaining the prequels. But I want to talk about the fact that he had a young Anakin face in Jedi. But he would have been, what, 40s, 50? Darth Vader? Yeah. Okay. he died? Yeah. Mm. Let's look it up. Wikipedia. What we said, Anakin was born 50 years from when we're watching right now. Right now, which is which is six years after he dies, because it takes place six years after Jedi. So he'd be 46. More than two years get added. All right. So yeah, we're now. I don't know. How many of those years is he Darth Vader? I will tell you in just a moment. I would say 26 years. Oh, man, that would suck. Well, no, how old's Luke in the first... He's 19. How old's Luke when he kills him? He's like... I always thought he was like like 19, Well, then Darth Vader's like 23, because he's got the broad pregnant when he goes down. No, 20... All right, so all right, that's that's why I always ask the the age, the the timeline between... Um, So... Anakin Skywalker was born the 41 years before the Battle of Yavin, which is A New Hope. So he was 41 when fucking... When he had Luke? No. No. But he died four years after that. So he was 44. 44. 45? If it's 41 and four You're right. Years? You're right. He's 45. He's a math teacher, everybody. And I All am right, a so he's 45. Math. When did he become Darth Vader, though? Age, like, he, he, 20. When did he get, well, whenever yeah. he got him pregnant. Well, if Luke's 19. Whenever he, whenever they gave birth. Right. If Luke's 19, whatever, 45 yeah, 19 minus years. 19 26. is. That, thanks, math. <laughs> That's whatever, that's the age that they would be, is whatever 45 minus 19 is. So, the point is, is that most of his life, he's a dark Sith Lord. Right. 
Roughly about half. Killing people and doing a lot of bad things. Yes. And then now he becomes a forest ghost because he took his mask off and saw Luke's face and killed the Emperor? I mean, the plan was to kill the Emperor the whole time. It must have been foreseen. If Luke would have joined the dark side, that's what he would say. He'd say, join me, and you and I will rule the, the, the galaxy. Uh-huh. And we'll, and create create a we'll new order. kill this motherfucker. And didn't he say create a new order? Or it's like there were holes in Lucas's logic. Galaxy. As rule the galaxy. Well, no, my, my problem is more with just putting, yeah, I guess his logic. Putting, it is. It's, putting Hayden's face without aging it. Maybe they could have aged it and taken the hair off. Or just kept the fucking original actor. Yeah. yeah. It's the same guy that decided they were, you know, siblings two hours into telling the story. So I think he's... Yeah, but do, isn't there that elaborate fuck some, scene, George? Uh, yeah, but uh, <laughs> they didn't know. Yeah, he's done some sloppy stuff, man. <laughs> you know what? Kids are really going to love it. Like that Pat and Oswald bit. Uh, Senate wait battle. And then wait. So, so then we said 26. Yeah. Well, that's when, that's when he was... God, okay, so that's when he was fighting Obi Wan after. Yeah. I've been scrolling for like two minutes. He looked younger minutes. in the movie. I thought he was like I thought he was twenty. Oh yeah. Twenty two, but twenty six. Okay, okay, I can work with that. And that's when, like, roughly around the age of Luke was when, at the end of Jedi, right? Hmm. Late twenties. Yeah. Well, because it was like Jedi is how many years later? Six. From a new. Well, I thought he said four earlier from a new hope. I can't remember. Well, I was trying to do some Anakin math. It's the Force, not math. <laughs> or it's math, not the Force. Uh, <laughs> uh, I just well, need Luke, to... Luke was 19 in A New Hope? Yeah, so he's 24. Right. Okay. But when did... Is it three years... Is Empire Strikes Back three years after Star Wars? <laughs> I thought. And then another three years after Return of the Jedi is... I thought it might have been a little bit more than that, but maybe. I, I, don't, I don't know. We need a Star Wars expert to write in. If only Jeff could force project himself here, that would be yeah. amazing. Well, that's, but that's, I think that's a fair question. Fast. But more importantly, my daughter was asking me, like, again, I told her about the prequel, so I mentioned, all right, so... This is what Anakin looked like. Anakin became Darth Vader, Luke's dad. Yeah. Um, and that old man that they, when they just took yeah, off yeah, his no, helmet. She was, she was totally cool. But more importantly, I said, well, these are the prequels. They were they were they take place before this movie, but they were made afterwards. And she said, well, why didn't we watch those first? Uh, and I mean, that's a valid valid question. To which I replied, you know, multiple reasons. One, <laughs> I didn't want to because I don't like him as much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Two, they like, you don't necessarily have to, and I'm watching it in the order that I was introduced to it, because prequels are generally going to be made with a slant towards right. the original story. So you could watch the original stories, and there might not be as much buy-in in the prequel if you hadn't seen it. I don't know. Another point is that there's a f- female protagonist in the new movies. And they're more current, and we have a, a third in that trilogy coming up. So I feel like it's better for me to show them after Jedi, The Force Awakens, because of Rey. Um, and also, because, you know, the, the, first, the, the prequels are really just about a little boy that grows up to become just a shitty The biggest adult. prick in the galaxy. <laughs> just a shitty adult. And, you know, whatever. 
I didn't, and, and, and trade agreements. We didn't, we didn't need that. And I told them, when they're older, after they've watched these three, if they want to go back and learn about Darth Vader as a little boy, sure. What if they really love Jar Jar? What if they but I gave them like Jar Jar? I gave them all the necessary tools they Fucking needed. Burr. All the, the important information that Anakin, <laughs> Corellian, that Anakin grew up, and he did, he did a really bad thing, and he tried to kill Obi-Wan, and, and he became a bad guy. Uh, I, I also mentioned that before that he got Padme pregnant she gave birth and died at childbirth and they separated the twins put one here and one there she's following all this Every, oh my 8 year old sharp yeah. as a tech maybe even sharper maybe like a, a Ginsu uh, last year for Christmas my niece she's around 8 she's like 6 to 8 alright not the best uncle but I wanted to get her a good gift I was like, what should I get her? My she brother said she likes, she's a girly girl is what he said. She likes dolls, things like that. Yeah. So I went to go get her a Barbie or some shit, and I saw a Ray. Nice. Uh, no, no. Oh, yeah, I saw a Ray, but I saw a, a Princess Leia with an R2-D2. Nice. Ooh, okay. I was like, yes, yeah, strong female Ray. I'm going to get this for her. You know, Barbie doll, still she can play with her doll, but it's also like a strong sure. character she sure. might want to look into later, right? Okay, so I get it to her. She doesn't know what R2-D2 is. She thinks it's a vacuum. <coughs> oh, she no. she starts having Princess Leia vacuum oh, no. with uh, R2-D2. Six to eight. Okay. Yeah. So maybe not as sharp as your eight-year-old. Well, my girls knew about Star Wars without ever watching it because they're of references. And, uh, um, we, had a, we had a little plushy uh, Yoda and Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah. And one would breathe and the other would, whoa. Yeah, my brother's <laughs> more of a Jackie <laughs> Jack than that. Mm. Uh, you don't really have Star Wars stuff around the house or anything like that. Fair enough. So, yeah, it's been fun, and I look forward. My mom's coming to town. I don't think she's ever seen. Well, she's seen some of them, I'm sure. A Star Wars. Yeah, I'm sure she's seen some of the Star Wars. Uh, I recall watching Empire with her, but I'm I'm uh, sure she had. Well, I'm sure she has not seen The Force Awakens or The Last Jedi. I'm excited to see The Last Jedi. Or, when, sorry, when the is Rise come out? Rise of the Skywalker, December twentieth, this Friday. I'm as it's full of the Skywalker, how would they go away? Oh, I saw something that said that they're going to go away from the trilogies in the upcoming Star Wars movies. They're not going to do like trilogy format anymore. Um, Jake, I'd be okay with that. I think that's smart. I hope they don't do trilogies anymore. I hope they just do cool stories. Yeah, but that's Hollywood. You got you got an Iron Man movie. You better have three of them. Thor, three. Well, Thor's got four now. But look at look at John Favreau. Look what he's doing. He's very diverse. He's so money. He doesn't even Thor know. Only has three. So money. <laughs> There's only three Thors out. There will be four though. Well, there will. Be. Yeah, they're already definitely in production. Yeah, is that a Thor or is it a Guardian? Oh, they're doing a Thor. That's Thor, right. Love and love Thunder. And thunder. Love and thunder, love and thunder. Yeah, and that'll be her trilogy. <laughs> That's gonna be Natalie Portman's. Yeah, they bring her. Or back. are they gonna bring somebody else? And she's just in as a no. Red herring. No, she's gonna be Lady Thor. Not a red herring, but uh, a flag. I, I don't know that they're gonna make three Lady Thor movies. Yeah. If the people like it, they will. Yeah. If no, they, the but that's Woman the thing. They can make a trilogy without calling Thor. it Lady Thor. The, the book, oh, yeah, the book burned out in like four months. Yeah, maybe they'll throw Valkyrie in I, there. Yeah. Well, people movie. love Wonder Woman. The Wonder Woman movies did well. 84 yeah. looks really the, good. The, the Wonder, yes, I Wonder Woman books sell. Okay. 
the movie the movies are almost made in direct order of like top sales and stuff for books. It's it's how they gamble on what's a good idea. Did you uh, see the Wonder Woman eighty four trailer? Yeah, yeah. It's really good. Yeah, it looks really good. She has like a wings on one of her outfits. I mm-hmm. thought that looked That's good. That's the you guys Kingdom Come that? outfit. Yeah, I believe. This Kingdom Come. Speaking of Kingdom Come, I haven't watched Crisis. Oh man. Uh, I, I, I don't know what I'm waiting for. But I saw I, the Tom Welling part, uh, and it's so frustrating because I wanted uh, to see him in the He won't, the suit. He he won't do it. He wouldn't do it. Why not? I he was he glad that they didn't, actually. Yes. It wasn't that he wouldn't do it. Yeah. He was glad that they didn't because it just, it, 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 it wasn't It was a what good, happened. reverent way to yeah. do it. Or like some, something about the first premise of when Smallville started was like, you're not going to see him in the suit. You never saw him. It was like the last scene on the show. And it was like a they CG thing after. It. Yeah. Is what they said. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you never really see it. He gives up his powers. Oh, what? Yeah. So how can Superman give up his powers? Well, we'll have to he find did out. In episode two, there's or in, uh, the second Superman movie. Yeah, I was gonna say there's been many storylines where he does that. About blue Krypton, I mean. Yeah. That's exciting. He gave up his powers for the good of mankind, or what? yeah, because it's well, and it stops the, the threat. And like in the comics, there's the thing where he realizes, like, if he wasn't here, a lot of these things wouldn't be happening. Jeez. Who did he give them to? No one. He didn't give his powers to anybody. Up to the Lord. What an idiot! Because <laughs> of me. No, I'm just saying, like, if so, there's a Superman who exists that has to fight these otherworldly threats, and he's just like, well, I can't do it, but uh. Nobody else can either. Is he the most selfish Superman? Yes. Because he can hear everybody's hey, like the whole thing with Superman, he can hear everybody yeah. and he chooses who to save, right? Well and that's kind of like tragedy. But if he gives it up, he totally knows that there are people that he could be helping. Yeah, but in that universe, L- Luther's president and like doing good. So like that so mad what, what that fight? mad men's fighting for humanity too. He's always fought for humanity. Well, oh, in his mind. Lex Luthor? Yeah. Not justifying what he does. Yeah, but I'm in his head, that he's always, always thought been he's his right. Thing. Yeah. John Cri- Cryer's fucking great as Lex. I is he on the the crisis? It, yeah. Oh, nice. I listened to an interview with him recently. It was it was pretty decent. I've always liked John Cryer. He's fucking crazy good as Lex, man. Good. It might be the best live action Lex. He talked. What? He talked yeah. with Michael Rosenbaum about it. The other Lex. It's from Smallville. he's so good. Because yeah, he he captures like. He, he captures all the aspects of the comic book character of being like... I thought Spacey was a good Luther. Spacey was a, a good Luther, like but he's... Yeah, but he's not... Will shank you. He's not like fu- funny, shit-talky crazy as much as he's like intimidating, shit-talky crazy. Will shank you. Yeah. Cryer captures more of the like, I think I'm funny, <laughs> like aspect of Luther from the old colorful fucking tuxedo Luther days. Yeah. Like he just he encapsulated like all of what that character's been in the comic books. He delivers it all at the same time. He was in Superman Four, right? Quest for Peace. He played Lenny. Yeah, yeah. Cryer did? John yeah, oh, the really? Gene Hackman's yeah, yeah, okay. uh, nephew. Okay. Nice. It's all connected. Yeah. But yeah, he's They're good about good. that. CW is really good about yeah, using Keeping everybody. Keeping people that have yeah. been in their stories. Keep every, oh, man, fucking the John Wesley ship scenes. You always have a job. Fuck. If you have you watched Crisis? I have not. I'm looking forward to it. What? Nope. Uh, I've been watching Harley Quinn. I watched Why? I watched the first episode. I didn't love it. Oh, you got to watch the second one. No, it's honestly. Fine. It's fine. It, 
it, it gets better, but marginally. So the show is... Have you seen this Harley Quinn I show? I have, have not. Right out the gate, they're using motherfucker and... and yeah, and it's, it's just, very jarring. I think they do it purposely. Yeah. Uh, to, to jar you. I think like, you have to get into that headspace to be able to watch a Harley Quinn show where she's having to mess with the Joker who... Yeah, but I hear crazy. motherfucker a hundred times. I don't think... No, I agree. I think you're in a different headspace now that you're a school teacher, well, and that that's more jarring to you than it is to the general public of adults who consume DC products. What makes it any different than Doom Patrol? <laughs> you're that's you're around a really no, that's not as profane as, as Harley. Harley, seriously, it is, and they're doing it really just to do it. It's it's really obvious. Some of it is very natural; you could hear it, but a lot of it is just they're trying to to throw it in your face. Like they got the permission to do it and they're trying right. to Deadpool it. In, nah. in, in that way. I'm, I'm just saying. Like yeah, you you're could, right. You could feel it. But the problem is, All the is jokes that felt the, the dialogue for the show is, it's really well written. Yeah. yeah. It's enjoyable to listen to the dialogue. A like Kite Man is hysterical. Yeah, you gotta watch episode two just to see Kite Man. But I like Poison Ivy. She's kind of like a Daria that's, she, that's more yeah. into things. Daria. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like no, that, I, that I can see that already off the first episode. And the characters on it, it it's it's kind of goofy and endearing. Yeah, but like the whole, that, I get what you mean about like, you fuck bats. Like that joke being driven like over and over and me just being like, yeah, it's not funny. Like, I, I there's nothing a, to even implicate that thought. I recommend a few episodes. It gets a little better language-wise. There are still times where I'm like, ugh. Yeah, I just didn't. I, it was fine. I'll watch it when yeah. I don't have stuff to watch. Yeah, but sure. it didn't. Everything else DC's done in the last several years has the been better. The story is entertaining, uh, for sure, for sure. Tudyk does at least two voices so far. Yeah, he does Clayface and Joker. Joker. That's a little hard. Sometimes yeah, no different than sounds... like Hank Azaria doing many episodes. Many yeah, except voices. that I can pick out. Tudyk 100% not because I'm a fan of his and a nerd for knowing what jobs he has. They're the Clayface voice yeah. and the Joker voice are not that far different. Okay. Right. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a little jarring. That's what I mean. But James Adomian as Bane yeah. is fucking hilarious. In that coffee room? Where they're, in, <laughs> they're in a coffee break room at the at the Legion of Doom. Yeah. Nice. And Fuck they're gossiping about Joker. Scarecrow is like a kiwi or something. <laughs> yeah. He's like... He's like, oh man, it's Jauka. Like, <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Okay. I haven't heard him. I don't. I don't hate the character design. Something about it was just off-paced for me. It's the language for me. It. It definitely. I. I understand that. It definitely wasn't that for me. But to that's what I was saying. But to what you were saying, I wasn't mad that she was saying he fucks bats. No, that's fine. But the joke was shit. Yeah. And it was in a shit place. I feel like they're trying to make the fuck the joke and a lot of it and, and it's just that's I mean, and I appreciate that after you point it out but to me it was just like bad this is just a bad joke in general but sometimes it's used very well and, and yeah in, enhances in it conversationally sure. but I, I recommend watching a few episodes okay. of it and, and going from there because it, it does lighten it. it and that's why I say that I think they do it purposely but I, I'll say I agree after thinking about that joke because there's no other reason to do that other than to drive home fuck. Right, right. Um, is anybody watching Riverdale? 
No. It's so fucking good. It's so good. It just did its season finale, right? It did mid-season finale. How good is it? Like, it's what kind of good? Like, yeah, good first, second season good. Why? I mean, what are they doing? What's the story? They like? got rid of it being over-convoluted. It's, it was very over-convoluted. Yeah, where every storyline tied in with each other and you got seven-minute pieces of it at a time. I didn't. No, now it's back to the A B storylines. Oh yeah. Where like yeah, so Be- Be- Betty on? and Jug are doing their thing. Yeah. Veronica's they're more like A B C. Veronica's doing her shit, and then Archie's doing his thing. Oh, she's not with Archie anymore. She is, but she's got very much her own story. Right. And instead of making right. it like a her and Archie story now, yeah. they're they're fuck. She's doing her thing. Archie's doing his thing, and they interact when they should story wise. Fair enough. But That's other than good. that, it's not like. Archie's my henchman now. And, and then is Jughead and uh, uh, Betty, Betty still together? Doing like journalist stuff? And like they're still being little PIs. I like they were detectives. Yeah, they're still little right. detectives. And right. they're. Right. And it's not as grating because the, right. the fucking games. Right. That game bothered me. The Griffins and Gargoyles yeah, or whatever. D&D, whatever not it that. just dragged on for so long. And the prison stuff, I got over that show. Yeah, but so now the parents' drama isn't tied into the town, isn't tied into the kids and the right. school and the restaurant. And like, they they did a better job of because that that going back have to sustainability. The, that's, no, that's like a year, and it was tedious two. to watch. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, I did finish The Watchmen. Yeah, oh, I haven't shit. done that yet. I'm like three episodes in. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. What are you thinking of it? I mean, I love it. I think it's really good. It's just kind of heavy, you know, so we're yeah. not really taking our time. Taking our time. That's what it. happened to me. I watched the first episode. I was like, nope, that was a bummer, and I don't need to do that every Sunday. Yeah, yeah, but there's definitely a big... Uh, it is heavy. ...between the yeah. episodes for us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just watched the season finale, and... Uh, I think it was pretty good. Did anybody finish Silicon Valley? Speaking of season finales and series finales, no. that's what's going. That's going right now. It, Silicon Valley. It ended last week forever. Oh, but I didn't know that was still. Yeah, I, I was waiting for the season to come out. The, I didn't see any marketing for that. It was the biggest cop out in a finale I've seen since uh, Seinfeld. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's. It's a sea hair less of a cop out than Seinfeld, but it's a fucking cop out. They. TJ coming in at all? No, and they and they teased it to the point where like I almost got like misty eyed, like oh my god, did him and Middle Ditch make up? Like are they? Because aside from everything terrible TJ did and how bad that whole thing was, yeah. hearing that him and his best friend of like nine years had fallen out during all of that because they just didn't like each other anymore mm-hmm. was also that's just a bummer in life. Everyone stopped talking about TJ. You know, I'm just talking about a lot. Yeah. Talk with him doesn't anymore. Yeah, but I think that's a direct. I think that's like. No, that's I can't be with this guy who has publicly portrayed yeah, himself yeah. as a monster. Middleditch and him were falling out before that happened, and nope. that's and nobody that's a wants bummer. To, nobody wants to be in a toxic situation. Yeah, yeah, I get that. So that I was, I was like, oh my god, but it ends up being a gag in it. But it's uh, it's ten years later. Ooh. And they're doing a documentary where they're talking about what happened. So it's a real cornball way of being able to just cheese just, through the end yeah. of the fucking show. Well, you know what? Kids in the Hall were great. They couldn't end the skit. So it, they just ended it. Yep. That's what you do. Yeah. <laughs> That's just what you do. Yeah. Monty Python. But even, but even like an episode before it ended, I was like, this is crazy. There's only one more episode. How are they going to end the show? And then they just fucking bailed on it. Bailed hard. That's a shame. 
It, yeah, it was. It was a really solid season. I never season. watched the show. Uh, I've seen a few episodes, parts of, but I never watched the show. I don't know why. I'm sure I would have loved it. But is it is it the kind of show that's worth going back and watching yeah. in its entirety? Yeah. Alright. The 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 jokes are that solid and the pacing of the show, especially if you're binge watching it, mm -hmm. it's it's real easy to get through. It's just it's a build to a fucking solve every time. How many seasons? Six. Something like that, yeah. Alright, well I did I did like a bit of what I watched, and I knew I would. I mean, I, I'm sure I'm going to like the show. Just like if I had watched The Office with extreme regularity, I would have loved the show. I did watch a bit of the English and uh, the, the British and the American. Uh, it's close to Christmas. He has watched Noel, any of the... No. Any of those things on Disney, Home Alone's on Disney Plus. I no, I've I heard Noel's trash from literally everyone. I don't watch Christmas movies. I, am, I mean, it was. Yeah. Is that the she one with uh, Anna Kendrick? Anna Kendrick? Yeah. Yeah. She's great. I know. You, she, you I know that? she's great. And so's yes. Bill Hader. Everything in that movie is great, but I've heard it's not. What's it about? Great. Uh, Bill Hader. Well, they're all. Bill Hader's Santa's son. Santa's, yeah, and she's Santa's daughter. Mm -hmm. It's all in the family. Santa's supposed to go through the mail line, I guess, or they assume it will go through the mail line, and like his Christmas or his Santa Claus qualities will should show start showing, but he never like you know you can tell if someone's naughty or nice and what they want for Christmas, and you're supposed to like be able to know their names and stuff. And a little Christmas of, spirit, yeah. but like she embodies Christmas better than he does, and he doesn't want to be. He's a curmudgeon. Yeah. Oh. Well, the curmudgeon, but he's just like not good. He's a goof. He's just, so she's like the heir to the throne yeah, when yeah. Santa kicks yeah, the bucket. Like, what a female can be Santa, and then, and who, then plays they, who plays her dad? Ed Asner plays Santa. Oh, yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, <laughs> I guess it wasn't I'm that Ed memorable. So and, and and Bill Hader's her brother. You said mm -hmm. who's the heir, the natural heir, but yeah. wouldn't make a good Santa. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Isn't that me? The quality. But JD's given the nicest review of it I've heard, <laughs> and I've heard like a dozen so far, and most. 10 out of the 12 I've heard were like, don't watch that movie, it's trash. And then two people were like, it's got moments, but... Is it trying to be like Watch Elf? Christmas with the Cranks again. A little bit trying to be like Elf. I think it's along the same lines. Did you see the, the uh, Christmas one that came out on Netflix last year with Star-Lord's dad was Santa? I know, but they it's wanted like, me to really bad. <laughs> It was one of those ones like, where like you'd scroll and be like, wasn't that the preview? It's a little half bit a page better, up. Yeah. A, a little bit better than the Hallmark movie, but not something you'd see in theaters. Yeah. And that was one of the other nicer ones on the Daily Zeitgeist, a podcast I listened to. That was almost the exact phrasing they used, where he was oh, like, yeah. you know me and my girl, the princess, we're, we're into Hallmark movies. This is a touch better than a Hallmark movie. But in that same vein of like, we got four weeks, let's crank out a movie. My mom likes watching those Hallmark holiday movies. How do you get work on those? I'd fucking be in some of those. I think you show up. It'd be show me up. and trying, I'd be like, it'd be like some girl and like she's has like a cookie factory in a small town. And, and fall I'm, in love. And I'm like a bumbling repairman. Hey, let me beat that cookie. Oh, and then yeah, for so, then like Dean Kane's there too, and he's like he's the a shitty step. He's the shitty step. He's a shitty stepdad, and you come in, and you're gonna fucking sweep her and her right her single daughter off. Well, single daughter. This winter. Off her feet and into your lap because you're Santa. Was it everything you hoped it would be? 
Yeah, you gotta like fix the. I like the. We've been the doing this where we write through a little movie on my on my pod. So if we do no. it here, I think it'd be good. If you guys want to wrap it up, it seems like. No, no, no. I've got a hard app. Okay, okay. I, got, I gotta go pick up a check. Alright, buddy. <laughs> I gotta go pick up a check. Check? No yeah. better reason. Like a, a blank money. check. I gotta get paid. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought I just didn't know if you were like I gotta go pick up this check, dude. Oh no, no checks, dude. <laughs> just checks. Alright, later. Check later. Excelsior. And check it. Excelsior to you. <laughs> um, oh my goodness! Yeah, someone Photoshop a Hallmark Christmas movie poster. Oh yeah, uh, it'll probably be me. <laughs> I'll probably do be the one because I, I'm pretty sure most of our downloads are me at work and JD and maybe Marcelo. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you, so you said you're only couple in on on Watchmen. Right. That you haven't seen Watchmen, all of it. I've seen like two. Okay. But you can talk about it. No, I don't need to. I just, I'm just. Jeremy Irons is great. All those. As Adrian Veidt. Going on, yeah. He's great. Starting to come together. I think I'm starting to piece it together. Things got weirdly convoluted at one point in the middle, but it it wraps up pretty decently. I like the the hooded justice origin story. Mm, just started. The, that's a show that they're watching. Uh, at the beginning, there's like a TV show or something. Yes, like the just, movie. Well. All right, so you're how many episodes in? Three. Oh, then you're, you're, you're getting there. Yeah, yeah. That has just been introduced. Yeah. This Hooded Justice thing, and yeah, the Jeremy Iron stuff is starting their clones. It's good. He's it's, yeah. catapulting them into space or something. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's a you, rope on you'll them, you'll so find it's, out. It's it's pretty wild, actually. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty wild. I have a theory, but Yeah. What's your theory? Let's hear your theory. That uh, Ma- Dr. Manhattan put him in some kind of bubble, some mm-hmm. kind of... Uh, like a, know, a universe. mind, like a pocket universe. Yeah, or the the mirror dimension, if you will. Oh, uh, yeah. And so he's he's figuring out that it's not because he's like, I came here, I thought it was paradise, and now he's starting to figure out it's a prison, and he's trying to figure out what the limits are, like how to get out, like can he survive right. being thrown out by a catapult or a. Uh, so I don't know. That's that's where I'm at right now. Well, I will tell you. Do you want me to tell you? Well, not all the deep. Can can I tell you if you're right or wrong? Yeah, you're on. You're on a a a good trajectory. Okay, all right. Not entirely correct. Uh, Yeah, and I'm not deep in the. You know, I didn't read the books at all. I I mean, I saw the movie. So this, I only know about the comic. Mm, Like this is all movie. Well, yeah, but this this continues from the comics. Oh, okay, okay. It absolutely continues from the comics. I wonder if I have this book and I've never read it or if I just don't have it. The Watchmen? Yeah. I have it. I bring it in for you. It's great. It's a great I great have story. V for Vendetta. That's another great one. That's what I have. I read that too. Yeah. <laughs> you guys keep bringing it up on The Good Place, which is another show I've been nerdy out about. So uh-huh. good. Yeah. Uh, they do some joke about how Natalie Portman does all of Scarlett Johansson's stunts as a power move. <laughs> so every time you bring up Natalie Portman, that's what I'm thinking. Shit. I don't think we've talked about Black Widow trailer or the Wonder Woman trailer. Wonder Woman 84 trailer. What's about 84? I thought that, that one looks really good. Dope. Yeah. Well, she's whipping and she's like, she's using the lasso to swing across bolts of lightning. That's fucking badass. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. As, uh, I was thinking the um, the the SNL like Kristen Wiig. Yeah. She kind of just gonna pull like a she's gonna be uh, Catwoman type arc from uh, Batman Returns. Like, like a kind of secretary, like a meekish yeah, kind of secretary, that, and then becomes empowered. Becomes it, yeah. Empowered, you know, literally. Hashtag Plural. me too. And then she's gonna 
become the cheetah? Cheetah. You think she's going to be like a full-on cheetah lady, or is she going to be like a lady in a cheetah costume? I feel like she's going to be a, a lady in a cheetah costume. Well, they did do the whole thing with the god, the CG god of war or whatever at the end of the first movie, so they're not opposed to doing Ares. full CG yeah. creatures. I like that storyline in, in, the, in the cartoons about Ares. You know, it, I mean, it makes sense, right? And Steve Rogers coming back, like how? Hey, how does that happen? But he seems to be there. He's like joking around with her. Do we know? Is that him or is that somebody? We don't know. Is that Martian Manhunter? It could be. But I mean, he's talking to her like they, they, it seems like they establish he is who he, she remembers. Right, right. He remembers her. So So it makes me wonder, some weird time travel. Could be some god bringing him back to fuck with her. Hades, I guess, would be Uh, the only Roman god that would have that ability, right? Comes Lord. back through the watch. Lord of the His soul was in the watch. The watch? Whoa. There's a... What watch? What are we talking about? Steve Rogers is in... Steve Rogers. Trevor. Trevor, sorry, sorry. I was like, Rogers. I thought we were talking Captain about Captain America, America <laughs> so I was... But then I was like, oh... My bad. Uh, I was bad. like, okay, yeah, 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 Steve Trevor. I was like... Steve Trevor. Oh, yeah, so he Chris come, Pike. How he does come, he get back? Chris Pine? He's, he's He transferred his soul into the watch. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get through. No, uh, I don't know, man. He fucking he transfers his soul into the watch. I think it has something to do with the fucking watch because they show the watch from World War One, yeah, and then it cuts to a smash of him putting like a fucking '80s Timex into her hand, or she's putting it into one of those ways. He I don't know. He stopped time for him. Something about I think Max Lord Max what is it, Maxwell or is it just Max Lord Max Mando Yeah, it is the Mando yeah, He looks so different Maxwell Lord He looks very Trumpy esque that, yeah. yeah, that might be what it is Maxwell Lord Yeah Max Lord oh, It's Maxi Zeus but it's Maxi Zeus Maxwell Power Max Power Max Powers Max Homer Power. Simpson <laughs> <laughs> Derek Powers is on Batman Beyond mm. Um But no he's uh he, I think it's going to be a clone with recovered memories. That's what my bet is going to be. Oh. I think God brings him back somehow to fuck with her. A guy. Oh. A guy, yeah. He like, like one of the gods. All right. I have Zeus no is her... Did I feel like breathe. it's a time machine. It's a time machine? Yeah, Zeus is her what? Oh, you think all those yeah. bombs, when they exploded, instead of exploding, they sent him forward in time? Possibly, or or maybe in some weird hibernation or pocket unit. I don't know. I don't know. It was like a fucking. Uh, you remember that movie with the watch? The, 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 the girl, the the lake house, the red, the gold dress, and the pocket watch, okay. or the gold watch. It was. Uh, I think it was uh, the guy from Airplane, uh, Robert Hayes. Not Robert Hayes. Uh, who was the main character in Airplane? Robert Hayes. I think it's Robert Hayes. I don't know his name. Anyway, but I know who you know who I'm about. talking about, right? Yeah. I have a drinking problem. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he's in that. Red dress, gold dress, and a watch. A pocket watch. They have this watch where when they press it, time stops, mm. and he gets to move around. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. Wasn't there some movie, like a Nickelodeon movie with a kid who had like rode a bike, a BMX bike, and they did that kind of same thing? How to watch it, they could stop time? I think it's called Time Stoppers. Oh. Hmm. 
<laughs> There's also a Simpsons short based off that. Well, they stop time with the pocket watch. Yeah, oh, and then Harry Potter. Time they, Turner, they, very different. They had that, yeah. Oh, man. Robert Stopping Hayes. time. Can't stop time with the time turner. Is he still alive? He was born in 47. I did want to bring up nerdy thing. Harry Potter. Uh, yeah. Harry Potter universe. The Fantastic Beasts, the next movie got picked up. I guess it was kind of in limbo after the last one didn't do. Oh, yeah? As great as they thought it would be, yeah. Oh, yeah? It's going to take place in Brazil. Because she was saying that she wanted to take them all. To, each movie is going to take place in a different different uh, country. Mm. The girl, the gold watch, and everything. And it's a pocket watch that stops time. What year? Uh, and a Pam Dauber in it, 1980. Huh. Robert Hayes, Pam Dauber was Mindy from Mark and Mindy. Mm. <laughs> oh, and this guy, this guy's great. Larry Hankin. He played, yeah, yeah, yeah. He played Carl, Crazy Carl, in uh, Billy Madison. You know, the guy who was friends with Billy Madison? My wife's never seen those movies either, so I'm showing her Adam Sandler movies. Oh, wow. I heard his new one's really good, but oh, we were just talking about that on his Uncut Gems? Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen it. Ooh, I haven't seen it. Is it on Netflix or is it theaters? It's going to come out in theaters. Fuck first. yeah. I will go see that. I like his movies. We should, we should let's, let's talk about Adam Sandler. I don't know if we've done him before. Probably. What's, I always think, I don't know. I watched a piece on 60 Minutes on the same man last week or two weeks ago. Yeah, about playing basketball in his neighborhood. Yeah, dude. Did you see that? I've seen a video of him just hanging out and playing basketball. Yeah, dude. He just plays pickup games with some like local kids. And he's like, all right, all right. And like, and he's just like, hey, I'm going to go down the street. You want to come? And like, uh, I don't know. Just a real casual dude. Yeah. He's, he's, I mean... I'll give him this. He's never capitalized on the obvious cash grab of Billy Madison 2 or Happy Gilmore 2. I agree. And I will always be thankful. Like, he could so obviously do a sequel to that movie. Why? He could do another fucking movie where he yeah. plays both characters in a fucking Jack and Jill-esque green screen fiasco. <laughs> I agree with that. Big Daddy 2, the kids all grown up. However, he does, he did Grown Ups and uh, the Hotel Transylvania, but those were, those were animated and those are great. Right. But I'm just saying, like, you know how many fucking millions of dollars Billy Madison or Happy Gilmore 2 would break in? You think that would make billions of dollars? Did I say billions? I meant to say millions. (laughs) (laughs) It would be like, fuck you, Endgame, (laughs) 2.8 billion. I think the point is you can make it on a, on a small budget and it would, it would do way beyond that. Right. But he's like, is he writing all these movies where he's like, huh, what about me and Jennifer Aniston? We go to and live in Hawaii. This company's producing them. Right. Have you seen the, 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 what was it? Him and Jennifer Aniston murder mystery? No, but I heard that got big ass ratings I over the it. holiday. What was it called? Like mystery night or some shit? Murder mystery or mystery? Murder mystery. I loved it. It was great. Jennifer Aniston's funny too. It was it was a funny it was a funny movie. Uh, there was a lot of funny there was a lot of funny lines and that's the thing about him he, he his movies are really good I feel because of the the lines that you get from them and Steve Buscemi is just awesome in everything that Adam Sandler puts out. I think it's funny that he keeps making movies for the same age demographic. 
Adam he's not, yeah, he's not really like aging with his audience. You know, it's like people from the '90s. You know, that first, saw Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore. Yeah. I mean, no, I don't think they're. I don't know, but I I grew out of that. You know, I'm not like, oh, Jack and Jill, I gotta see that. Oh, I didn't see. That. <laughs> I never saw it. It's like you know, Grown Ups is, is kind of you funny. age out of it, but he's yeah. still he's still got his audience. Yeah, he's great. He's that, he's great. Have something to do with comedy being universal. Fifty yeah. First Dates. Oh, yeah. Wonderful movie as well. Yep. Uh, what do you think his last good, like, Billy Madison-esque movie was? Like, where it's at that level. But that's the thing. His Mr. movies Eves. are very different. Right. You know, he's he's progressed from that humor, which is why he doesn't do sequels of it. Because, you know, Grown Ups, that's the adult version of Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore, except they have families. All right, yeah, I never it's, really it's that kind a of a run. Um, and I, I, I don't even—I'm not that familiar with them, but I've seen a little bit of Grown Ups, the first one, and you know, it's it's just all these these uh, not middle aged but old aging comics uh, yeah, yeah. out of a certain demographic. Um, but his other movies, like Fifty First Dates, is is really good. Don't mess with the Zohan, wasn't that, that? one? Might have been my favorite of his like goofy ones, really and goofy ones. You don't it was mess with Spanglish. That's a good movie. Mr. Also. Deeds. I love Mr. or Deeds. I think it's called. I think Mr. Deeds. Fifty First Dates were like the last of his like big. I don't know that I think of his like you know. Little Nicky. Blockbuster movies. I didn't you know, see Little Nicky. Or Nicky, I did see that one. Or Big Big Daddy. Big Daddy is Ooh, so, big good. Daddy, yeah, so good. Big Daddy, yeah. Little Nicky. That was like if it's your Pete thing. <laughs> but that's the thing. He's done all these different movies. So doing a sequel of that wouldn't interest him because he's doing. Like, he hasn't done a scary movie, I don't think. Has he? Remember Bulletproof? No. Bulletproof. Yeah. With That's not Lanz? a scary... Right. Uh, yeah. That's not a scary movie, but... Yeah. Bulletproof's a song... Airheads? Uh, Airheads? Eight Crazy Nights? He was also in Shakes the Clown, which is one of my... Is that a scary movie? Not at all. It's a Bobcat Goldthwait movie oh. about a, a clown town. Clown Town? Sounds terrifying. <laughs> there are clowns everywhere. Oh, yeah. Robin Williams, I think, plays hard. a mime. What? It's he was, <laughs> No. It's crazy. You've never seen this movie? No. You, this is my recommendation to you. Check out Shakes the Clown. It's got um, Julie Brown. It has Bobcat Goldthwait wrote and directed it. Stars in it. Adam Sandler's in it. Um, oh. The guy from, uh, the Cajun guy from, like, Waterboy. Farmer sure. Fran? Hmm. I'm not sure what his name is. Blake, Look it up. Blake yeah. Clark. Look, yeah. I know. Look it up. Shakes the Clown. Great movie. Interesting. Great movie. Yeah, I loved it. I mean, do you like Bobcat Goldthwait and the stuff that he's done? Yeah. No. All right. <laughs> like, what has he done? Like, uh, Death to Smoochie? Maybe. Possibly. Didn't he direct that really weird Robin Williams movie where his yeah. the son, the, the, like the suicide note? Yeah. Eesh. He's, he's, he, was, he was really good friends with Robin Williams, apparently. Right, yeah, yeah. I listened to an interview. I remember him talking about it on podcasts and stuff. Yeah. Especially when he came through High Plains. I, I like his work. Uh, I like his comedy. Uh, he did a horror movie called Willow Creek. It's a Bigfoot movie. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I've heard about that. Pretty yeah. scary. Or, or like unnerving but Shakes the Clown it's a, it's a cinematic tour de force I promise 
At least for my sense of humor. Cinematic tour de force. Well, yeah, I'm a is... I'm a big fan of of Adam Sandler movies. Back to him. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I fell off. I guess Funny People was like the peak. I didn't I mean, see that, it. What? That was. Who was that with? Is that with John? Seth Rogen? Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. Oh, was he like John an aging Hill comic getting it. sick? And, and yeah. Okay, I saw parts of it. I think that kind of pokes fun at his old goofy movies. It's like has one where he's you know just posters of like dumb movies he was and in. Lest, where he's like a baby. Lest we forget, Tom Hanks started out as uh, a comic like that. Bosom Buddies, mm-hmm. and then look what he's gone on to do. He's gone on to make a few good movies. Like, you think Adam Sandler has time to do that? I mean, like Tom Hanks. Uh, if you look at Adam Sandler's catalog, seriously, if you yeah, open up the no, IMDb and like, look at his catalog, he's done a lot of good movies. He's done a lot of movies. Movies, you know what? Sure, he I mean, almost was Tom Rocket Hanks Raccoon. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, instead of Bradley Cooper. How crazy would that have been? That might have been interesting. Right? I'm fucking trying, man! I can't do a good sailor, but... I, we would be fucking... Why are you yelling at me? <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get that on. I shall do Mister, mister! Yeah, oh, gosh. See, that's the thing. Like, I, I showed as the... Uh, Billy Madison the other night. Uh, and she was ready to fall asleep anyway, so she might have just been, been really tired. But watching it, I'm thinking, wow, it, this movie was the funniest movie that I had seen at the time because I remember when it came out. And now I'm like, oh, am I laughing because it's funny or am I laughing because I loved it when I used to watch it when it when it came out? I see what's going on. a little on. bit of nostalgia there for Happy sure. Gilmore, on the other hand, is a funny movie. <laughs> By all rights. I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. You eat pieces of shit for breakfast? Classic, so good. <laughs> Another great uh, Carl Weathers. Yeah. Yeah, Chubbs. Good old Chubbs. Damn alligator bit my hand off. Oh my god! <laughs> Are you too good for your home? Go to your home! Yeah. Man. So many lines. Out of that movie. Well, he could have been Rocket Raccoon, but he didn't. Good for him. Um, where do all these Marvel shows come out? Not till uh, next year. Spring. 2020. Oh, shit. When are they going to fix Fall. The Simpsons? Spring. Oh, God. I think February. Think February. That long? I think well, February. Here's another thing that pisses me off. What are you going to He's got Mentos. Mentos? Mentos? Of course. Freshmaker? Yes. Please. Are, they, are they one of our sponsors? I got can be. Mm. If you ever accidentally sat homemade cookies, bite into a Mentos. Got a bag of them. If you've ever accidentally sat on a freshly painted mm. bench, but then realize that you got it all over the back of your suit, so you decide to roll the front on your suit so it makes a pinstripe suit. Mm. Mentos is your mint. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. That's one of the old commercials. Oh, really? Yeah. Some dude sits on a bench and it's like been freshly painted. He misses, no, he misses this big ass fucking freshly painted like wet paint sign. And he's like, oh, mine suit. And then he takes out his Mentos, pops it in, and then he gets an idea and he like rolls the front part of his suit on the bench as well. And it creates a perfect pinstripe suit. And uh, some guy's like, oh, yeah. and then he's like, 
Mentos. <laughs> the fresh maker. Everybody listening knows exactly what you need to do. <laughs> <laughs> I even had the little sparkle in my tooth and everything. Mentos. Ding. You also got your Disney Plus for all the Disney Channel original movies, bro. Watch Brink. Johnny, Johnny Tsunami. Xenon. Xenon the Zeke. Smart House. Smart House is on there. Lucky the Irish. Alma. I've never watched any of this. You got Take some time. <laughs> wow. Cadet Kelly. Yeah, that's on there. All of them, bro. My president's I've, daughter my with Christy Carlson. Daughter. Yeah, Christy Carlson. These are all shows? These are all Blank Disney Check. Channel original movies. Blank Check is the shit. But all I remember from it is... You is bought a, a roller No, it was a... Visually similar yet legally distinct version of Frankie Muniz. A lot of Frankie Muniz, early Frankie Muniz movies are on there, though. Like <laughs> Agent Cody Banks and Agent Cody no, Banks 2 Operation London. I don't think those are Disney's, I think those are Fox. Well, they are. They're they different. are Fox. It's like we are Fox like, now! The one where he like has a dog, my dog Skip. Mm. And some other one where I think he dies of cancer. Wow. Before now, this is from an era that I'm not familiar with. These shows, yeah, yeah. but yeah, you were watching Batman cartoons and going to college. Yeah. <laughs> True story. Well, here's the thing: you get the Disney Plus bundle, and it comes with Hulu, but it's commercial Hulu. Like, why can't it be good Hulu? I heard that it that that that. Uh, because I got the bundle not knowing that I was going to get rid of my commercial free Hulu. Uh huh. Um, I read on some forum or something that it's not going to take away the, if you already have the paid the paid yeah the uh, ad free hulu it's going to like it's going to balance out somehow mm. they just still pay like 12 bucks for the ad free hulu and that all they, they, they work it out in the you know the disney offices the mouse is on what why couldn't you just get the disney plus app and get your hulu and then go when you open the hulu app Go to just Disney upgrade. Plus like you would with HBO or something. Does the Hulu app open internally from the Disney Plus app? Yeah. So you use the same login for Disney Plus and Hulu. Most likely. So what's to stop you It'll from... It'll be the same email, but it won't be the same. But what's to stop you, you from opening up the Hulu app? Mine's Louie. My yeah. And being like, hey, I already have this commercial version. Can I pay the extra four ninety nine a month? I think you'd already have had to have bought and be currently paying for the ad-free Hulu and then get the bundle, and then they, they split the difference somehow. Okay, so what you're saying is if I want to have ad-free Hulu so I can watch... Yeah, I think that's how it was explained The to me. Orville and Family Orville's, Guy... Oh, yeah. Orville is now a Hulu exclusive. Ooh. Um, but... Uh, and ESPN Plus, if you want it. I gave the thing to my uncle. Nice. Happy Christmas, you filthy animal. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, so if I have, I get the Hulu with no commercials, and then I get the Disney Plus bundle, and then Disney Plus is like, hey, we see that you have Hulu. We're going to talk to them. We're going to fix everything up. So I'm not paying for commercial free Hulu and. Disney Plus. I think ba they, what they do is basi basically they'll they'll cut out the three dollars extra and they just take that off of the Disney whatever you'd be playing for the Disney app itself. So it's that being three dollars you're paying, yeah, or six dollars for whatever they you know whatever it shakes out to Disney being it's three dollars. And you and you did you read this on a forum? Yeah. Who posted it? 
how much how much rep do they have on this forum? I don't know, but I've been <laughs> I've been looking up. I've had it for about a month now, and my my Hulu um, bill was the same. Mm. Cool. Hell yeah! Well, I mean, eventually I gotta get it. Yeah, but. I could also just get the free trial and burn through the Mandalorian after it wraps up yeah, next week. Uh, I would like to finish the loop of your a Christmas um, Hallmark, Hallmark movie hmm. where you are the lovable repairman who comes in to repair the chimney because the little girl wants Santa to be able to come down the chimney, right? And this is how you meet... The, she's an the executive, but she's like, you know, a little exasperated. <laughs> So the mom is an exec- executive who works too hard. Yeah. She's right. But then it turns out you are Santa. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Popo Shisho. <laughs> and uh, so we got to get uh, old Superman, Clark Kenton. Dean Kane. Dean Kane comes He's out. like, I'm I a like right-wing lunatic. I like to think you see him slapping around the girl a little bit. Santa and comes in and rough. And rough Jennifer Love Hewitt. That doesn't have it on Hallmark. Lacey Chabert. Yeah. Lacey Chabert. Jennifer Love Hewitt is the mom. Okay. And Lacey uh-huh. Chabert is the assistant. Ooh. Or the sister. Shit. The little girl is played by a CG. <laughs> Baby Yodito. <laughs> is uh, Yodito. Un- unaged or a de-aged. Uh... Did we even talk about Bill Burr dropping him? Oh, no. Yeah, we no. did a little On bit. Mike. All right, let's... All right, so... I mean... So... What happens in the episode? He, it's not like he's just like ah, this fucking little thing, and he drops it. No, no, he, he's like holding it, and he's talking about uh, getting one of those. Or I don't. He know. said, "I never like it was never good with pets. Didn't have right, right." For it. So it's like kind of dangerous. Like, well, is he gonna do something to Baby Yoda? Yeah, like he's you know, like teasing, and then the the ship comes out of warp, or something happens, and goes into like some weird formation, and everybody gets thrown around, and then they go down. Mm. He drops the baby. The baby gets dropped. Oh, or you yeah. Does he cry? No, because he's not really a baby. That's so. That's what I'm also trying to figure out. Because when Yoda dies, we, when he's nine hundred years, right? Yeah. Um, and this takes place. We said about forty something years from uh, Star Wars, which is what twenty six years after we see Yoda. Wait, what? I'm doing the math backwards. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, uh, no, because this Mandalorian is only six years after Yoda dies. Oh, fair, because he dies in, in Jedi. Mm-hmm. Okay. But uh, what you're saying is 19 years is when the end of the Clone Wars, so he was 800 and whatever 900 minus 19 is. Well, what I'm, what I'm looking at is what is 50 years... <laughs> In a in a Yod's uh, lifespan, and and what is ninety? So like if ninety, excuse me, nine hundred in Yod is equivalent to ninety, right? Then you you break it down into chunks. So I make the equivalent to us. So for a fifty-year-old, one of them is equivalent to maybe up to a, what, a five-year-old of us? Toddler, yeah. I'm thinking like a five-year-old. Yeah, yeah, five sounds good. But he's just a baby because he's so small. Yeah, they call him baby, yeah, because he's like... Right, because he looks like a baby, but he's a baby. Yeah, he is a baby. He's more like a little baby that's like in Roger Rabbit where he's smoking a cigar. Not that kind of baby. No, he's (laughs) not like that. 
He's not that. We don't know how advanced he is, but he, he's not like that. He, he but he can't. He, he can't talk. He doesn't talk. But it seemed like in one of the last episodes that they could communicate in some way. Or at the end of this episode, because when they get away, he like looks at him and goes, "I told you that was a bad idea." So I feel like that implies that they are. I think because he, he said earlier, it's a bad idea. Oh, okay. I thought maybe they had some kind yeah. of like force. No, I don't talk. think so. You know, they're kind of. I talked to my dog. I, you know, I, he probably was just. Well, I would argue you guys have a connection. We do have a connection, <laughs> without maybe a doubt. You talked to. F- my dog. So, anyway, does Bill Burr get chastised for dropping the baby in this episode? My girlfriend already ate something. No, they didn't. They didn't say anything about it. Mandalorian was just like, "What the fuck, man?" It was a cool episode. There was some good stuff in it. I Does like Bill it. Burr live. Yes. Yeah. So he's still out there somewhere. Yes. It's not like because the way he was talking on his podcast, he was just like, it sounded like it was a one-off thing. It, it, it most likely it is. Might be, yeah. It's but most likely. They did set up that like it might be, it could be a recurring season after season. You know, he gets in the, he meets these guys again. They get into another scuffle. You know, like was Bill Burr or something like that. As profane as he normally is? No. <laughs> what the fuck is this? No, but he had an attitude. Like he was yeah. Bill Burr. That's funny. Yeah, it was good. Bill Burr in space, space, space. <laughs> <laughs> well, JD, what do you what uh what's going on? Tell us before as we wrap it up. Tell us what, what we need to know about your podcast. Anything happening in the near future? Um. Uh, nothing with the pod, you know, just still going strong, just trying to keep that going. Uh, left still and right brain. Yeah, I got the the comedy save the video star, yeah. uh, Mutiny, last Saturdays of the month. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's going to be a good one. That starts at 9.30. We do a TRL thing at 9.30. Show starts at 10. Last Saturday of the month? Yes, sir. Oh, then I, I might come down for that and then go to Conbara. Conbanwa. Aaron Wentz and Will Elder's cool karaoke show at Denver uh-huh. Open Media. Okay, yeah. You do karaoke over a green screen. Mitch, have you been to this? No. Karaoke over a green screen. At Denver Open Media. At Denver Open Media, and this month it's the 28th. Yep. Denver they, Open... they do it off of YouTube, so you just you get whatever song you want, and Will Elder puts a, a video behind you, so you're, you're singing over a screen. U.S. Grant shows up, uh, a bunch of other people. It's a really cool karaoke show. Oh, man, that just makes That's me... That's at like 10 o'clock. U.S. Grant's there? Okay. But your show's over, what time, 11? Yeah, 11.30-ish. Right, yeah. and then you head over and do karaoke. U.S. Grants there. And Sometimes. Just, that's, it's like, it makes me just think about fucking Anthony Hopkins being like, El Torito's not a place, it's a people. <laughs> <laughs> so he's a little bit of the old El Torito. That's yeah. fucking dope. So last, all right, good, last Saturday last month Saturday. at 10 o'clock, meet uh-huh. me. Yes, sir. Comedy Kill the Video Store? Yeah. Anybody good on? <laughs> this month, yeah, we're gonna get Nate Brown. Got a uh, uh, fellow um, broadcast geeks uh, alum, uh, Brett Hiker. Brett Hiker, um, skip. Yeah. He's mad skip. at me because I said because uh, he did the lighting on the Irishman. Oh. He was so sad that I was critical of it. Ah. But the lightings look beautiful, Brett. No, I thought the movie was. I thought the movie was good. It was good, but it was just hard to watch. It's hard to watch. No, that's that's it. Do you watch this? Yeah. Before we go, yeah. yeah, yeah. What I do you think? It. I mean, I like. I mean, I love fucking. I love Al Pacino. Yeah. But is it not? Is it? Is any movie not above being fucking memed and clowned upon on the internet? No. Okay. Nothing is. Yeah, you got to get over that. Yeah. That's just that's what it is. 
but no, honestly, it is like, what it is. I watched yeah, it as it two. Is what it is. I watched it. As, well, that's not what Brent was mad about. No. I watched it as two movies, and I think it would have been better as as possibly three, but two. Two is mad. I watched it in two sittings. I watched yeah. like half, and then I got yeah, yeah. So I think that was good. Got to spread it out because it's a lot of a lot of mob shit. Yeah. I, I, I mean, mean I, I liked it. I liked Robert De Niro. I liked his character. Yeah, it was the Avengers <laughs> of mob movies. It was, yeah. it was so Karen. fucking funny when Joe Pesci's like, what's wrong with your truck, kid? And it's just like, kid, he's fucking 50 years old. Yeah. Well, did you guys see the talk thing they had on Netflix? No. Yeah, they have like a little talk with Scorsese, Pesci, De Niro, and uh, Pacino. Oh, oh, wow. And it looks like Pesci's wearing a wig. It's a powerhouse. He's got this big thing. He's really? Whole, yeah, yeah. I was uh-huh. curious what you guys thought about the, the Ooh, wow. I do love Santa Woman, one of my favorite Pacino movies. I fucking love this movie! I haven't seen that either, I don't think. What? I know it and I've seen parts of it. It's a good Thanksgiving movie. But I never watched it. I never just never cared. He buys a fucking Ferrari and he drives it as a blind guy? Yep. I've always liked Pacino, but I've never loved Pacino. I was I was more a Pacino guy. My friend when I was growing up. I'm more of a De Niro guy. Yeah. I'm more of a De Niro guy. Any given Sunday? I'm not a football guy. It's a no, good no, movie. That cancels out oh. my Pacino. <laughs> Are you talking about, right, Dog Day Afternoon was, was Dog good. Dog Day Afternoon was great. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, I, I've always been more of a De Niro guy. Hey, is this still on uh, iTunes? Yes, we are on iTunes. So right. Subscribe to us and JD on Left Hand Right Brain on iTunes. We're on Podbean. JD's on Podbean. Uh, and, I, and nowhere else. <laughs> That's right. So, all right. Well, JD, thanks for joining us. Well, thanks for having See me. See you again uh, always soon. Always a pleasure. And, and yes, you can sir. join us, as we say, Excelsior! Excelsior.